When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good fucking morrow, everybody. This is the darker side of midnight. I am Matt Blaze, producer and board up of the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. With me, as always, he is the associate producer of the other side of midnight. Overnight sports anchor, telephone tile coordinator, phone screener, the runway model. Kenny's here. Yeah, what's up, baby? Yeah, it is Wednesday. I gotta think about it. It is Wednesday. <laughs> September 13th, and this is the darker side of midnight where we talk about what Frank Morano talked about earlier today. So if you're listening to this show, you want to listen to the other side of midnight with Frank Morano for the same day. Again, today being September the 13th. Today, it is just myself and Kenny. Christine is not here because she has been feeling a little ill this is her first day back, actually. Yeah. After being out Monday, I'll I'll, I'll just call it Monday because I, I don't like go Sunday into Monday, Monday, yeah, Monday, <laughs> and Monday it was just me and you. Mm-hmm. We held it down. Yep. The night, the night last night or the night before, whatever fuck night, I don't know. <laughs> Monday into <laughs> Tuesday, Monday into Tuesday, or Tuesday, Broadway Bill Lee was here. Yes. I filled in. Christine came in tonight. But she was feeling ill, so she wanted to uh, skip the podcast today. I said, go ahead. You don't feel good? We don't want you around us. Yeah, that's Whatever true. it is you have, I don't want. Get out. I don't know what it is. That's it. Bye. So I was thinking what we should talk about because this is our first podcast of this week. And the last one we did was, was it Thursday? Last Thursday yeah. or Wednesday? I think it was last Thursday. Do we? No, we didn't, because Thursday was the gala. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Wednesday. we didn't do one Thursday morning. Wednesday? I think we did it Wednesday morning. Yeah, yeah. So it was almost a week ago. Right, or it was a week ago because we told everybody, listen, yeah, we got the gala. We're not doing. We're it. not doing it because we got to leave early Thursday morning to get mm-hmm. home to go right. to sleep. And then Friday morning, we're fried. We were just tired because yeah. we've been awake way too long. Mm-hmm. So we were at the big gala for Cousin Brucie and for John Katzmatita's birthday. And here's the thing that I was wondering about. So Tommy James was at the gala, right? Yeah. Tommy James of Tommy James and the Shondells. <laughs> now, I know two songs very well from Tommy James. Mm-hmm. Moni Moni. Right. And I think we're alone now. Now, the only reason I know those two songs is because Moni Moni was a staple at the school dances 
right. when I was in high, junior high and high school. I think junior high. Wow. At least definitely in high school. <laughs> Moni Moan. Now, do you, do you, did they play that when you were in school or no? They, no. they were done with that. <laughs> I don't believe so. Because that made it that that made it through the nineties at least. Where yeah. when I was DJing, we were still playing it. Mm-hmm. So, you know the part when they do the Moni Moni part. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you say in between that? Um, I should pull up Moni Moni. The only one I I know is the Billy Idol. Version. No, that's what I'm talking about. That's that's the version you're talking about. Yeah, there's the Billy Idol version of Moni Moni, but that's the one I know. I okay, don't know the so Tommy James you one. know the song. Yeah, but I said you... yeah, yeah, that right. part. No, no, yeah. Well, no, there's another part here. I gotta, I gotta. Here she comes now, say Moni Moni. Yeah, that's the song. Yeah, you got that right. But I'm trying to think of the part. There's a there's a thing that we would say hmm. during the song, like. We would sing our own lines. Now, everybody oh, of my really? generation knows exactly the line that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's hysterical to me that you don't know the line. Even though, you know, you're <laughs> 25, well, yeah. more than 25 years younger than me. So I'm going to have to play the song because it only works when you play the song. Right. You have to insert the part when it comes. Right. Now, I see we have... The Tommy James version. So did you still sing the part with this version? No, because I, the I didn't even know version. there was this version. <laughs> right. I thought it was Billy Idol. did I. What the hell do I know? Let me see. Wait, <laughs> let me see what we have. What the hell? What is this like? What is this? Oh, this the is extended this is... version? Okay. Oh. Is this Tommy James? Yeah. Right? Okay. So I'm gonna. I guess I'll have to do it with this one because we don't. Apparently, the Billy Idol one's not here. Wait, what's this one? Hold on, let me let me try this one. Let me see if this is it. No, it's the same one. How do we not have the Billy Idol yeah, that's, version? That's kind of criminal. I'm kind of annoyed at that. I might have to ask for this now. Hold on. Let me put in Billy Idol. You gotta have that. Oh yeah, I spelled Billy wrong. If you spell one little word wrong, it doesn't pop up. Yeah. So I put Billy Idol. All right, so we only have White, White Wedding, Wedding, Rebel Yell, yeah. and Eyes Without a Face. Uh, we don't have Money Money. How do we have Eyes Without a Face but not? We don't have Money Money, <laughs> which is like as big as head. Yeah. And we don't have Dancing with Myself yeah. either. We have we have the, uh, the Donna's version that I asked for. Uh-huh. All right, so I'm, I'm going to start over. Okay. Hold on. So this is what we used to do during the Billy <laughs> Idol version of Moni Moni. So this would come on, and then it go, and we go, hey hey, what? Get laid, get fucked. <laughs> hey hey, what? Get laid, get fucked. That's what we used to say in high school. That's hilarious. That's how the song went. No, oh, I never heard that. That's that's funny. How would you? You're like, they didn't, yeah. they didn't even play yeah. the song. You know the you know the song, but you didn't yeah. know that was a high school dance staple. The inside, eighties. Oh, a hundred percent. Reversion. Everyone that went to a school dance in the eighties and nineties probably too, mm-hmm. early nineties at least, know that. Because mm. there was the, I will tell you, this is what was played like. This was like the dance 
dance floor peak set. Right. Okay. Was Moni Moni. Was what I like about you mm-hmm. by the Romantics. Yep. It was shout. Yeah. From Animal House. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. That was those three, and then um even old time rock and roll. Right. Bob Seger. Yep. That was like the dance. Like peak dance set. That's classic. With those songs, throwing maybe Crazy Train, mm. throwing Shook Me All Night Long. Yeah, that was all part of like during the peak hour when you want the dance floor filled. That <laughs> is what you played in like 1986. Nice. That's what was played. So that was the play. Now, wh- what I was getting to, that Tommy James was at the gala. Mm-hmm. Gala, whatever you want to call it, big party. Yeah. He sang a song. Do you know the song that he sang? Mm, I could not tell you. I don't know either. Couldn't tell you. I have no <laughs> idea. Now, it, for all I know, it was Crystal Blue Persuasion. I don't yeah. know what song he sang. It was wasn't it was acoustic though, right? Right. Because they were both sitting up on like the stools Yeah, it was Tommy James and somebody else. I yeah. don't know who. I have no idea who it was. I don't know. And they sang some song, and I was like, wait, how come you're not doing acoustic of Moni Moni or even... Um, I think we're alone now. Right. Now, again, the only reason I know that song is Tiffany. Tiffany, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw Tiffany. It's so funny, like, how you how you look back. Like, I never knew that yeah. either of those songs were covers. I didn't. I but, thought that they both, each of those respective artists created those songs. So like, did I. Wrote them and everything. Yeah. I, I didn't never know. knew that. I had no idea. That's in, crazy. That Tommy, there was a guy named Tommy James. <laughs> And he was the original Moni Moni. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, when I looked that up and I saw that too, I was like, wait a minute. Isn't that Billy Idol? Why is why is it saying Moni? That's got to be a different right. song. Like, I didn't make the connection to, that's the same song. Not, yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't have not have thought that he wrote that, Tommy right. James. See, back then when certain songs came out that were covers and became hits, Mm-hmm. I had no idea that there was an actual original version. Right. So that those two, I had no idea. Yeah. There was another song that also came out, and that I know we do have actually. I'm going to play it, and I want to see if you know the song at all. Okay. If you know either version, um, and actually we only have the cover version of the song. So. Let me see if you know this song and if you know who the original artist is. Do you know this song? Yeah, I know the song. Hang on. Yeah. Shit. Who is it? Do you know the name of the song? Before I tell you who it is, do you know the name of the song? Well, it's going to say it now. But it's familiar to you. Here's the title. Here's the title. Yes. The Hazy Shade of Winter. Bangles? It's the Bangles. Yeah. But who is the original artist? Which we don't have, by the way, so I can't play it. Oh, Simon and Garfield? That's correct. Yeah. Now, I didn't know that. Now, the reason I know this song... Yeah. And this was a, I, I think this was a number one hit. Really? It was definitely a top ten hit. It was a huge, huge song for the Bangles. Huh. Huge. This song is in the movie Less Than Zero. 
which is about drugs and Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. Right. It was a big hit. That's Isn't where, there a song, too? Less Than Zero? There probably is, but I don't know if it was from that movie. Oh. But I know that's where the, the this huh. that song is from Less Than Zero, and also um, LL Cool J going back to Cali. Oh, that's awesome. That's from also from Less Than Zero. That's a good soundtrack. In fact, that's not that song was only featured on that soundtrack. In other words, it wasn't even on an LL album. Oh wow! At really? the time, until later on, like he put it on huh. like a greatest hits or something like that. Really? So that the the twelve inch record mm-hmm. was from Less Than Zero, and it was LL Cool J. Was uh, going back to Cali was on one side, and on the B side was Jack the Ripper, huh. which is another LL song that was not on uh, in any LL album for a while. But yeah, uh, that is from Less Than Zero, hmm. and oh, I was thinking of the Elvis Costello song. Less than zero. Oh, I don't think that was in. The, was in. It could have been in the movie. Oh uh, no, that's why I thought of that. that that's one of those movies that I saw it, but I don't. I don't. I've only saw it once or twice, like back then, mm-hmm. and haven't seen it since yeah. then. But yeah, I had no idea. Tommy James was the orig- <laughs> yeah. originator of Moni Moni, originator of I think we're alone now, mm-hmm. and that's it. So he sang something at the party, but it wasn't either of those songs. <laughs> yeah, and only- I was like. And he only sang, like, one song, I think. Yeah, I feel like only the older crowd yeah, they knew. would have known We that. didn't know. I, I didn't know. know. I only know two of his songs. I mean, I know the guy's got more than two songs. Yeah. And I know Crystal Blue Persuasion. Right. I know that song. Mm-hmm. But, and I know he's got more than three songs, but I don't know any of them. I, right. I don't know. Frank probably knows. I mean, that, that was another cool aspect of the gala was yeah. the, all the tributes to Cousin Brucey. Oh, yeah. They that had all the old uh, that video just it was like yeah. star after star after star yeah. that you're like, wow. Like, and, they, and they credit Cousin Brucey yeah. to making them become big. Yeah. I, I, it was like, I mean, Paul Anka. Yeah, that was, was cool. There. Dion. Dion. Yeah, Dion. That was awesome. Uh, there was a bunch of other other celebrity uh, musicians that were mm. giving credit to Brucey, saying, "Hey, man, he played our music, yeah. and we credit him for our success." So that was a great. It was a. It was a great event. I will say. I mean, you know me. I I, I hate parties yeah. and crowds, mm. and and I was only there for an hour mm. and a half. Right, an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. I got there literally five minutes before the festivities of that started. Like, when I, I got there, I was there for five minutes, and then next thing I know, Chad Lopez is up on the stage doing his thing and yeah. giving Brucey an award and, and all that stuff. And I was I saw Frank. Like, mm-hmm. I got in there, and next thing I know, Frank was right there with his sister, and he's like, oh, hi, this is my sister Claudia. I said, oh, hey. And then he's like, oh, wow, it's the first time I've ever seen you in a suit. And I was like... Dude, I was at the gala last year yeah. in a tux. And he's like, he even about? sat on the air. And goes, I don't remember that. And then I go, Yeah, well, you were drunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he goes, No, that's what the impression you left. I'm like, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Everybody but you. Yeah, you had too many scotches. Remembers. I mean, it was a year ago, but but please, <laughs> come on. Yeah, come on, Murano. But yeah, so I didn't see. I saw you. You. We sat at the same table. Yeah. 
with Kevin Droge and Diego Phil. and Phil and Matt Lancey yeah. and a bunch of people. And um, who else? Rich. Liz Radabali. Rich Radabali and Liz Radabali. Bo Snurley came over at one point. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw Bo. And then that's it. I didn't yeah. see anybody else. You came at the perfect time. Yeah, I didn't have to You skipped the, the cocktail hour. Oh, yeah, and Piscopo. Which, yeah, we saw Piscopo. Joe. That was cool to say. When we were, we were walking out. Yeah, he was awesome, too, as usual. Oh, yeah, Joe performed. He was great. And um, so, yeah, I saw Joe. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I didn't see anyone. And Libertini. No, you, I didn't see him. Oh, you didn't see him? I didn't see him. Oh, wow. No. And then we had to come back here because, you know, we had to work. Exactly. So we come yep. back here, and then Matt Meany comes back, and he goes, I didn't see you because I changed immediately. Mm-hmm. You stayed in your suit all night. Yeah. I said, fuck this. I'm, I'm going back to my <laughs> normal sweatpants and T-shirt. Yeah. And Meany comes in. He's like, I didn't even see you. And I was like, yeah. I was like a, I was like a stealth ninja, in and out. Yeah. Rita didn't see me. Rita came back, same thing. She yeah. was like, you're, you're, you didn't even see you. And I'm like, now, the funny thing was, so Tony Orlando, he's doing his thing, and he was singing a song, and he calls Rita up. Rita Cosby, he goes, hey, Rita, come on and dance. And Rita loves, listen, that's Rita. Rita oh, gets yeah. up immediately and starts dancing, right? And then Rita grabs this guy to dance with her. And we're looking over, and this guy's moving, he's dancing, doing, a, doing his thing. And I look over, and I'm, I'm sitting there with, with, I think Drosh was next to me. I go, Drosh goes, is that Gordon Chang? <laughs> and I look over and I go, funniest thing. Yeah, that's Gordon Chang dancing with Rita. Yeah. <laughs> a frequent the guest. The funniest thing ever. Frequent guest of He's like a political show. guy, you yeah. know, Gordon Chang, you know, political analyst, whatever he does. Mm-hmm. He's on a dance floor with Rita Cosby. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. And everybody knows Kathy Holka was there. Mm-hmm. She gave some proclamation. I don't know what she did, really. Yeah, I couldn't even make out what she said. I don't know. I have no it, idea. It was very hard. Curtis booed her. That is true. He did <laughs> boo her. Everybody else, cheered. he booed her. Freaking guy. But, you know, whatever. That's expected. Hey, you listen, it is what it is. I mean, you know. No, it's funny. But... Yeah. <laughs> he booed her. <laughs> it's just funny that, that he really did boo her. I know he said it on the air already. Yeah. But so it's not like it's, this is not new Yeah, news. this is not a secret. <laughs> yeah. Seagrid. It's not yeah, a Seagrid. Not... <laughs> exactly. That Curtis booed Kathy Holcomb. But uh, no, other than, it was a good party. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that I went for, for the time that I was there. But it, within minutes... The fir- like I said, the first person I saw was Frank, and I go, yeah, I can't wait to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And I was there for literally like three minutes, and I was like, I just can't wait to get the hell out of here. Yeah, I could tell. There's so many people there, a lot of people we don't know. Exactly. There was like yeah, 500 people. That's I mean, the biggest thing. It's like, I was looking around, who who is that? Who is that? Who, yeah, like, I had I don't no know idea people. who anyone was. Uh, yeah, we don't know who anyone is. We're, we're the overnight crew. Yeah, and people don't even know who we are that work here. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's who you are from the emails. Right. They, yeah, they know the names from the emails, and that's it. Yeah, that's, that's how they know it. us. And I met a bunch of people. I was here later on a Friday one week, and the same thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, Matt Blaze. And like, oh, that's you? Like, yeah. yeah. They're kind of like, what are you still doing here? Because it was like Friday at like 9.30 a.m., mm-hmm. and we're usually long gone by then. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it might have been a little earlier than that. But still, 
you know, all the normal day people were here. Mm-hmm. And I see all these people. I'm like, who the hell? Who the fuck are all these people? <laughs> Plus, there was a lot of interns. It was still in the summer. Oh, yeah. So there was a lot of interns that I had no idea. They, I mean, they don't even... I don't know what the hell they did or whatever was going on. Mm-hmm. But and then the people that I literally see like once, twice a year. For real yeah, though. That that are there. Like Gina and Stephanie who work here. Yeah. Who we correspond with through emails. But we've met them in person, but we don't see them every day. Yeah, like never. Like never. Because we are gone. I mean, right now, remember, we're doing this right now. It is five forty five AM. Mm-hmm. We we're gonna be out of here in like twenty minutes. Yeah, they don't come in. They don't come in until like eight o'clock. Yeah, or eight. Yeah, something like that. Seven thirty, eight. I don't know. I mean, I see the because Gina sends emails every day Mm -hmm. about she does does stuff for the show, so she sends those emails, and um, Stephanie too. So we get the emails, so that's how I know when they kind of come in because I see when their emails are from. Yeah, so that's how I know. (laughs) We never really see them face to face. No, unless for some reason we're stuck here late on a Friday. But uh, it was nice to see those people. Yeah, and, uh, it was a good time. I probably won't see them again until uh Christmas party. Yeah, <laughs> be a, see you in uh, December. Exactly. There'll be a Christmas <laughs> party in December, and then we'll see them then. And then whenever there's some kind of event here, that's yeah. when I see those people. Mm-hmm. Like Christmas party or um, Sinatra's birthday, because we always do. Joe always does a live show from here. Yeah. Sinatra's birthday, so there's always people here. I come in here on a Sunday night, and I go, who the fuck are all these people? What are they doing here? Like, the, the first time they did it, I had absolutely no idea mm-hmm. it was going on. Yeah. Now, you remember, this is something that gets planned for, you know, weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. I had oh, for sure. no idea. Like, no one told me at all that this Sinatra thing was going on. So yeah. I walk in here. At 8 o'clock, after the show, because I wasn't doing the show yet, it's 8 o'clock I had come in here. I start on the board at that time. I was on the board with Curtis at 9 o'clock. So I come in a little bit early. I must have been here 8.15. I walk in. The elevated doors open on the floor, and there's two girls sitting at a table. And I, I got my backpack, you know, and I just go, oh, hi. And they go, hey. And I realize, you know, something's going on. I walk through, and there's a whole crowd of people in the kitchen. Yeah. And I go, what the hell is going on here? I see Joe's in a tuxedo. Matt Meany's here. Libertini's here. Josh has a drink in his hand. I go, what is happening right now? Yeah, by the time I got here, I actually saw Joe leaving. Like, Joe was coming out of the elevator and, like, leaving through the front of the building. Yeah. And I was like... Is that Joe Piscopo? In a tuxedo. What the hell is happening? Yeah, why is he in a tuxedo? <laughs> and then same thing. When I when I got up, it was like the scene in Goodfellas. They're <laughs> right. going through the restaurant. I'm like, yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Why is everyone here? Exactly. I was like, why is everyone here? And who are you? Like, yeah. who are all these people? What are they doing here? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, yeah, it's for Joe thing for Piscopo. I go, if I would have known, I would have come earlier. Yeah. Like, me, I would have wanted too. to see the show. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I go, no, thanks for telling me. But, uh, yeah, that's when we see everyone, when there's some sort of event. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about – actually, you know what I want to talk about since we didn't do this on for Friday? Just this, Ask Frank Anything, all of this controversy on should Ask Frank Anything continue. Oh, yeah. Now, we have continually said that we need better questions. Continually said that. Mm-hmm. 
And I still say that. I don't think the segment should end. Frank is even talking about it, about mm-hmm. retiring the segment. I don't think the segment should end. I, I believe we should still go on with the segment. I do think that we do have to screen out some of these questions. Yeah, definitely. Because we don't want these political questions or the normal questions that you can ask any host on the station. Yeah, that that you know that's that's what I'll probably start doing. If it's something boring and generic, I'm going to say, "Listen, man, call me back with a cr- more creative question." Right. Because at this point, we're looking for the best question. We're not looking for the generic thing that you hear on all yeah. 20 other hours well, of, that's, well, that, and that's of, the, just, of the week or right. the work day. And that's just what we go by to, to pick the best question. But even without that. I even mean, to just have to, Frank say it. Just to even, you know, yeah, even just to ask a question, like, think of something hypothetical. Don't ask Frank, well, what do you think is going to happen with Ukraine? Or yeah, what, I, I or, mean, or now uh, let me address this. I, uh, I didn't, I didn't know Frank was going to bring it up. He did not. So in the Facebook group today, I saw that there was a listener. I don't remember the name, but it's in the group that said they were annoyed because <laughs> Matt Blaze said <laughs> that their question was dumb and wouldn't let it on, and the question was. What person would Frank want to run for president and why? Now, now also, the person said that they were a loyal listener, but because of me, they are no longer going to listen to the other side of midnight. Because I said, when I answered the phone, right. that their question was dumb and I wasn't going to put it on. There's a few Accor- things wrong according with that. according to what this person yeah. said. Then there's a few things about that. Mm-hmm. Now, and Frank even commented and said, "Well, we've lost a few listeners because of Matt Blaze." Yeah, he just went along. Frank just went along, knowing <laughs> knowing that there were issues with this entire post. Now, if you're a loyal listener to this show, the other side of midnight, if you're a loyal listener, like this person said they were then they would know that the answer to that question that Frank has said not once, not twice, not three times, at least a hundred times, Frank has said, not just on Ask Frank Anything, but whenever he talks about independence, whenever he talks about who he wants to run for president, he has said, I don't want Joe Biden, I don't want Donald Trump to run... I want, and he get, he said this at least a hundred times, and it is and in the group on this post, people did say that person is Ken. Who is the person Tulsi that Frank wanted? Who Tulsi Gabbard? Tulsi Gabbard. Oh yeah, Ms. he has Gabbard. said it a gazillion times. Curtis has said it over and over again. Yeah. How he pines away. For Tulsi Gabbard, he went to Hawaii looking for Tulsi Gabbard. She was on with John. She's been on with Sid, hasn't been on with Frank. I mean, anybody who is a loyal listener would know the answer to that question is Tulsi Gabbard. 
no reason to ask that question. Not at all. So, uh, go ahead. No, because I'll let you get to the second thing that's wrong with that. All right. So, loyal listener would know this answer, number one. Mm -hmm. A loyal listener would also know that Frank talks to me all the time. Frank has referred to you many times when the name is wrong or the comment is crappy or bad or whatever. He doesn't like it because who screens phone calls for the other side of midnight? Kenny does. Mm -hmm. The runway model. Curtis says it all the time. Frank says it all the time. I am the board operator of the show. I do not answer the phone. Never. Once in a while. Yeah, once in a while. I honestly never. Once in a while. And when I say once in a while, it's like you left the room for more than five minutes or something. And I calls are coming in, and I'll answer. Instead of just putting them on hold, I'll actually answer. But the majority of the time, 99% of the time, I do not answer the phone anymore. So it wasn't me who said the question was dumb. It was you, and you never said the question was yeah, dumb. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what I was going to get to is, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I definitely did not call this guy's question dumb. No. It you was probably said, something along the lines of, really? Like, like that's your question? political question, like, you know, or something along uh, the lines or of how that. He's answered that already. Because, right. Because what people don't understand is, there are times that they'll be on hold. Frank will see the questions. Frank sees what we put in on the screen for him. Yeah. And a lot of times it's not the exact question. It'll just be like question about whatever, question about this, question about that. It's not the exact question. So there are times, and I can guarantee it, if you would have put that on the screen, Frank would have said, I've answered that already. Yeah, he would have called into us. He would have said, yeah, tell them I've already answered that. It's Tulsi Gabbard. He would have said that. He would not do that question again on the air well, maybe he would because it's talking about Tulsi Gabbard and it would give him an, an excuse right. to talk about Tulsi Gabbard. Mm-hmm. So maybe if he was feeling like the questions weren't going right that day, and, and he was feeling like that. And it might have been because we had just come from the gala. I definitely Frank had a couple of drinks at the gala. Oh, yeah. So maybe he wasn't feeling great because he had to leave and had to go to work. Yeah. He, he would have rather stayed uh, with, the, uh, with, with the bourbon, and whatever, I, the, whatever he was <laughs> drinking. And I will say, it was question after question that was like, dude, Boring. this is just a drag. This is just a drag and a half. So the questions that are good questions for Frank, it's not that because they're, look, political questions for us are boring. Now, if it's an interesting question, it's fine yeah. to ask. It's not like, it's not going to be a winner, but it's if it's interesting, we don't mind the political questions to ask right. a question that he hasn't answered a hundred times. Mm-hmm. That question, he's answered already. And that does happen a lot of times where there might have been a question that he's answered before that you don't know that he answered. So you put it through and he's, I'll say, well, I've answered this before, but he still goes over it because that might have been six, seven, eight months ago right. or a year ago. So he'll do it again. Or you say, I got this question before, he'll do it again. But what we like, the best questions are hypotheticals. That's what we always say. Give yeah. Frank a situation that he he's put in, and that's a question that we will we like 
not to say that that it'll be the winner, but we'll consider it. But that's a question that's interesting. That's a question that's entertaining to all of us mm-hmm. and, and, and to the audience and, and a, to the listeners. And another form of, of criteria for a question is one that makes Frank sit there for a second and actually think, Right. how would I answer this? What would my answer be? Right. Something that's going to make stump Frank a little bit Yeah. and make him think about it. If he's just like, oh, it's easy. Uh, it's this. Like, okay, next, right. the next question, like, that was which is, a waste of time. Which is the reason why we say no trivia questions because mm-hmm. either he knows it or he doesn't know it. Yeah. And the other thing that we don't like is that when people, are, it's like, it's not stump Frank. In other yeah. words, People will ask a question that's so stupid and ridiculous. Like, all of a sudden, Frank is Encyclopedia Brown. Like, he knows the answer to every question. Right. Ever. So they'll ask him some very specific thing that he they know he has no idea about. And he'll just go, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say. Like, <laughs> just say, I don't know. The, the questions that make me laugh the most are, like, the ones where it's like, where it's like, uh, Frank, uh, where did Ronald Reagan go in, like, 2000 or whenever he died before before <laughs> right. he died when did he die <laughs> i don't remember uh, the 90s. where did he go in in 91 in his uh black car on october yeah. 8th right like uh, frank know. has any clue right what where he or, went or, or what the, he did or the other question is like hey frank <laughs> did you ever see the movie blah 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 like dude what what's the point of that question yeah. <laughs> either he saw it or he didn't see it that's it and, and it then ends. They, and then what is he going to answer either yes or no that's it. There's nowhere yeah. to go with those types of questions. So yeah. the questions are, you know, those, Frank, if you're on an island and you have to take something, that's a question that makes him think. And mm-hmm. there's other questions that aren't so, I don't I want to say stupid, but like not as lighthearted that are more serious type of question that he has to think about it, huh? And he'll go, good question. That's a good question. Right. Not because he said it, because now he's thinking. And he's got to think about the answer. And they'll go, oh, well, how many choices do I have? Or what's this? Or what's that? Where he has to ask and get a little more information. He wants to know to answer the question properly. Or the ones that he goes, I wish I had more time to think about. Right. Those are good questions. That's how you know you got them. Right. Now, I think when he does that, he needs to answer the question right away. Or that's the whole point of yeah, Frank that's, that's a cop-out. I want to think about it. No, 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 no. Yeah. I need the answer yeah. right now. That's a cop-out. None of this bullshit, I, I got to think about it. Fuck that. I want the answer now, and yeah. that's your answer. Yeah, and think about it. You can literally ask him anything. Right. Why would you ask him something generic like, do you who think do you Joe Biden run should run next year? Yeah, should Joe Biden run? Like, uh, you, What about dude. Donald Trump? What do you think? Is he, what do you think about the indictments? Who gives yeah. a fuck? What do you what, what do you think's gonna happen with Russia Ukraine? Like, yeah. dude, these are all generic, boring questions. Right. If, if that's the question, we don't don't call, yeah, don't call straight up. And for the people complaining about the questions, especially in the Facebook group, you can call. Why don't you call and ask a question then? If you if you think the questions are horrible and they suck, then you call and come up with a question. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, Brandon calls every week. Yeah. And I know he listens to us, it's all, and I'm not calling him out or anything, except I am a little disappointed that he didn't say on that post that I don't answer the phone. Yeah, he, that's he, true. he didn't say anything about it. I forget what his answer was. Yeah. So now he's going to have to apologize to me <laughs> of why he didn't say, well, Matt doesn't answer the phone. He probably will. He will. But I, I didn't. I just read them all. It took me about 20 minutes because there was like 45 comments yeah. on this post. 
And I was like, wait a minute. I don't even answer the phone. And then I saw Frank goes, yeah, Matt Blazer's cost us a bunch of listeners. Yeah, and then somebody says, thinking about, long. am I a relative of John Katsimatidis? And oh, I'm thinking, man, I, I, listen, I wish I was <laughs> yeah. a relative of John Katsimatidis. For kidding? real. I'm not. Yeah, you think that's, I got the board op job. Because yeah, I'm exactly. a relative of John's. Like, yeah. Come on, man. You know what I mean? It was just like, like I should be fired. Then they, they'll comment about maybe maybe that's why Avery was gone. I don't even know. What People just get about. into the weeds about all random crazy thoughts, conspiracies, yeah. about everything. No, there's no conspiracy. You know, it wasn't me answering the phone. Ken didn't say the dumb. It was a dumb question. It's just it was a question that Frank has answered multiple times. In fact, he doesn't even. Ha- it wasn't even like a question that he had to answer. He has said it that when talking about the next election. I wish Tulsi Gabbard was running because that's who I want to vote for. Right. He's just said it. Yeah. So you, there's no, there was no need to ask that question. And I'm debating on what we should do for today's show. Mm. If I should, do, we were at 36 minutes. I mean, we could do you already missed talk. Your, you already missed your train. Yeah, that train's gone. <laughs> when's, when's the next one? 23. All right, so we got about 10 minutes. All right. Yeah, we could do some jet talk. We could do cell phones, whatever. Well, let's talk about the jets because this happened first, and you know I'm a jet fan. You're kind. Are you? You're kind of a jet fan. Yeah, the jets are def. I've always rooted them for them as my New York squad. And what people don't know is you're a Packer fan. Yeah, which makes you an Aaron Rodgers fan. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So there's all this hype all summer long, before the summer, where Aaron Rodgers is going to go. He's coming Mm -hmm. to New York. He wants to play in New York, said it was his dream to play in New York. He doesn't even – did he play any preseason? Yeah. He played like one series? The the quarter – Yeah. Beginning of the first quarter against the Giants. Right. And he threw that touchdown to Garrett right, Wilson. Right, that's right. That's right. And everyone's like, "Oh, let's go!" Right, everyone's like, ready. Uh, let's get this. Let's get the season off. Yeah, big, big predictions. Like, I mean, not just in New York, but all over the NFL. Mm-hmm. And you can just tell by the schedule and where when they schedule these games. First of all, the first Monday night game. You think that's a coincidence? No, exactly. Uh, Thursday night games, Sunday night games, all jet schedules. Yeah, they got six prime time games. Right. Why do you think that is? And now they got now they got five more of Zach Wilson. That's right. <laughs> so it's the first big game. Aaron Rodgers uh, comes running out with the flag. Yeah. I mean, well, it is nine eleven. All right, right, I get it. And that was epic. Right, big thing. He's on the field. Everybody's there, rooting, waiting for to see Aaron Rodgers in a jet uniform, finally playing a game that actually means something. And four plays, four plays. Mm-hmm. He gets sacked. Doesn't look like anything more than your regular sack. I mean, in fact, yeah. it didn't even look like a bad sack. He, you know, look, he got taken down. He rolled over. It wasn't like a hard. It didn't look like a hard hit. Yeah. In any way or anything like that. Yeah. He stood up and then he sat down. And then you went, everyone went, oh, shit. Yeah. That and was... at first it's like, all right, maybe you got the wind knocked out of him. You don't really know yet. Mm-hmm. Then he gets up. He's limps off the field. All right. He's limping. Uh, first, your first thought, he's walking. Yeah. Can't be that bad. Worst case, I Worst thought, case, rolled ankle. 
Yeah, rolled his ankle. Next thing, high ankle sprain. Right, something like that. Something like that. Then he's in the medical tent for a while. And while he's in the medical tent, they're showing the replay. Mm-hmm. And they're going, well, look at the way his calf moved. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, yeah, but you're looking at this in slow-mo. Come on. Right. I mean, it's slow-mo. What can you, you're looking at the, these minute things that happen in slow-mo. I mean, the guy is falling on the ground. I mean, you can't really tell that it's anything from right. slow-mo. The, I mean, they Unless were like... you, you see, like, the ankle bend or... They go, oh, look at the way his leg moved. Yeah. The they, calf. He said his calf reverberated. His calf and... reverberated. And, and that could be an Achilles. And he goes, oh, everybody goes, no. Yeah. That's in my mind. That's what I heard. No. Yeah. No. Achilles. No. Because <laughs> no! everybody knows if it's the Achilles season over, mm-hmm. it's done. Now, we're here at that time. So. Dominic Carter gets on and yeah. says, Aaron Rodgers, jet season is over. And we're like, no, <laughs> no, Dominic. I'm going, no, you don't know that yet. And Dominic's already reporting in his reporter mode. Oh, yeah. He was like, well, this season is done for the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers, no more Super Bowl was what he said. Right. He says, <laughs> the like, Jets' chances for a Super Bowl is over yeah. Aaron Rodgers done for the season. No, Dominic. No. Mm-hmm. Don't we don't know yet. Right. And then Dominic said, pending an MRI tomorrow morning, we will find out. And of course, we found out. Sure enough. And sure enough, <laughs> Achilles season, Aaron Rodgers over. Yeah, you couldn't have scripted it. I mean, I mean it, it seems like it's... every single time, few and far in between, that the Jets get a chance at some sort of greatness. Yep. I think of a couple things. One, the year 2000, moments before they're going to introduce Bill Belichick as the head coach. Oh, yeah. They see the piece of loose leaf. I'm out. <laughs> see you later. I'm out. I'm gone. That's it. One the day. Rest is history with that. And yep. then 2010. The Jets blow the 11-point lead to the Colts yep. in the AFC Championship game. Yep. And then down the toilet. And you know what? Haven't seen the playoffs since. They don't get enough credit. Mark Sanchez, everybody just remembers him for the butt fumble. Yeah. He doesn't get the credit I think he deserved. The fact that he went to back-to-back AFC Championship games. Mm-hmm. You want to say it was the defense? I mean, look if you look at who who we had on that team at the time, yeah. On the offense, we still had Lavernius Coles. Mm-hmm. We still had what was Santana Moss. Uh, Santonio Holmes was there. On that, that yeah, that's on the true. Nine, and I think I'm trying to remember. Team. LT Ladanian Tomlinson. Or he came in 2010, I think. Uh, right, Holmes. But yeah, LT. LT Ladanian Tomlinson was the end of his career, but he was still on that team. Yeah, yeah, Braylon Edwards. Yeah, Braylon Edwards. Was uh, what was his name? Thomas, the other running back. Oh, Thomas Jones. Thomas Jones was a Jericho beast. Jericho Cotchery was really Jericho good. Jericho Cotchery was on that team. I mean, they had a squad. The offensive line was amazing. Yeah. Alan Fanica for that one year. That's right. Fanica yeah, came from the Steelers. Yeah. Nick Mangold. Mangold was holding it down mean, at center. That was a great the Brickshaw Ferguson. That's right. Dude, they were, yeah. Stacked. That was a great team, and people don't give them the Sanchez the credit. 
Yeah. I mean, we called him Sanchez. Right. And Everybody then, thought this is the yeah. guy. And then what happened was he got hurt. The yeah. next year, he got hurt, and that's when they brought in... Um, twenty what twenty eleven? He was just in the freaking last year. He was just in the AFC Championship game. Was no, not AFC. Um, the quarterback. Um, oh, I'm blanking on. Come it. on, you're the you're the sports. I'm guy. blanking on it. Uh, I have to look it up now. He was drafted by the Jets in oh. 2013 as the quarterback. Oh, not darn old. No, not darn, in 2013. 2013. Oh, um. Come on, he was a quarterback. Dude, why? He am replaced I Sanchez. Oh, Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Yep. And what he did last year. Yeah, I know. Leading the Seahawks to the Seahawks. playoffs. Yeah. 4,000 yard season and like, what, 30 touchdowns or something like that? That's that, dude. That Talk is about just a another instance of the most jet thing you could ever possibly see. Yep. What was that? Second round they took him in 2013? Yeah. And. He ended up being a bust in New York. Right. Years down the line. He's Years. Leading, leading a team to the playoffs. He was drafted in 2013. That's crazy. And he, he was a journeyman. Went from yeah. team to team to team. Ten years. Ten years, all of a sudden, this, they go, <laughs> wow, this guy, he's finally matured. You know? Crazy, years. man. Look at uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. But... Fitzpatrick did the same thing he's done at every team that he was ever on. Dude, he's, he's had got baller season. Every single team he's been <laughs> on, he's had this great season. Yeah. They give him a big contract, and then he fucks it all up. And then yeah. a year later, he's out of there. And he's on another team. And he has a great season. They give him a nice contract, and he fucks it up. He did it to, like, four teams. Yeah, He did I, it with the Bills. He did it with the Jets. He did it with – who did he go he, to he, after the Jets? He was with the Buccaneers at one yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, who else was he with? Um, I know after the Jets the did it head. again. Yeah, he had another great season. Did he go to Denver? Who the hell was – no. It he went to the Bucs. But he, he did it on – I think he was with the Texans at some point. Yeah, he did it on a bunch of teams where he place. plays really well and then he just screws it all up the next year. Yeah, he's the, the prototypical lifetime backup. Yeah. That's his role. Yeah, but he, but he had these good years – Mm-hmm. Where you go, oh, this is the guy. Fit, fits yeah. magic. The Dolphins. Oh, yeah, he was on the too. Dolphins. Yeah. He I, did great with the Dolphins. Yeah. That was, I think that was, is that where he went after the Jets? The Dolphins? It might have been. I mean, with a guy like that, he went to like <laughs> yeah, eight the, or nine He was teams. so many teams, you forget You're the like, order. Who the hell? He was on the Bills, the and team. then he went to the Jets, I think. I think Bills then Jets. I think, yeah, I think you're right. For yeah. that one. But afterward, he might have, I think he might have gone to the Dolphins after that. I don't remember. But he was yeah. another one. Mm-hmm. And now we're just like, look, you still got good players. Zach played pretty well. Yeah. He played pretty well. He had a nice run. Yeah, he, he played a good game. He had a played good, a good preseason. Game. I mean, it seems like what Rodgers has taught him. Right. Watching hard knocks, you see Rodgers teaches him how to improve your technique, the release on the ball, the way right. you throw the ball, the mechanics, everything. Exactly. You so now that. Aaron Rodgers is the coach. Pretty much. He's basically the quarterback coach. Yeah. And now it's who are the Jets going to go out and get? Right. Right. Now, there's been talk. There is been talk. Has has been been some talk. Mm -hmm. I hear little whisperings. Tom Brady. Oh, man. That would be. Tom Brady. Would you want that, though? For the year? Do you think he could do it at that age? What yep. is he, 42? Yep. Fucking Tom Brady. Yeah. 
But I don't think he ever would. If he did that to Robert Kraft and Belichick, It'd be great. Dude, New England fucking It'd hate him. It'd be the him. greatest thing They would ever. turn on him so fast. That, I mean, well, they did crazy, that when he though. went to the Bucs. And then could you imagine Tom Brady and next thing you know, hmm, Rob Gronkowski. Bring them all back. Gronk <laughs> brings them. Just like how, how Lazard and Randall Cobb. Yeah, follow. Kate followed Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Gronk's like, you know, if Tom's coming out of retirement, so can I. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in too. And next thing you know, Jets are in the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. <laughs> that or, would be or, a which dream. even better, Jets, Jets against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game with Gronk and Tom Brady on the Jets. Oh my gosh, that would be crazy. That would be a game. That Did you imagine? I wonder how much money would it take for that to happen. I don't know, man. You'd have to drag Brady out of retirement. And how I much mean, did the Jets have in salary cap and all that? I don't know how to calculate any of that know. crap. No. Uh, yeah, they'll probably end up getting, like, I don't know. Whoever's Andy Dalton. Available. Yeah, 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 somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah, Carson Wentz. That's yeah, what they're going to exactly. get. Exactly. All right, we talked enough. We got to go. Uh, remember, if you listen to this, you want to listen to The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano as the two shows go together. And also remember to join the Murano Radio Fans and Haters Facebook group as we talk about that as well. And we end it like we always do. Your influence counts. Have your pets spayed or neutered.